David, do you have a lion within you? Uh, I've heard it said before huh? by others that I am a lion. <laughs> All of me. Who, <laughs> who, who said that? Just they. They? They. Yeah. They and them say it all the time. Man, awesome episode of Chris, though. The Lion Within just spoke so uh, powerfully to me and 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 really validated this, you know, the feelings that, and the things that we're talking about that, hey, you know, being men and being the best men that we can possibly be takes away from nobody. It t- doesn't take away from our kids, doesn't take away from our wives, doesn't take away from women, other men. It it, it really is a benefit in our homes, in our businesses to embrace who we are created to be. And it's good. Yeah, man. There, there are some action steps in this episode, like things that you can implement immediately. Uh, so don't miss that. Get your pad and paper out, your pen, ready to take notes and go listen. This is a good one. I promise you. You're listening to Filling the Storehouse Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Stuart. And we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith, family, and freedom. Our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours. Together, achieve our best and highest purpose. In the end, we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse. My main man, Stewie, I am fired up. The details for our next retreat just dropped and can be found on our website. Dude, I'm stoked. Yeah, man. These kinetic men retreats, I come away from these things with my with my cup like completely filled. We have amazing speakers come and talk to us, amazing men full of fellowship, and we do fun things, we do hard things, and we just get after it. It's great. Go check it out. Come join us. Giddy up, David. You said giddy up. Let's go. I did, man. You know, I've been giddy up has been uh I wish I would have embraced giddy up for more of life i think it's just it's so appropriate in so many places and it really just it's about action man and and yeah. i'm about action you're about action i know our guest today chris is about action so i think i've been using it throw it in there but i think i'm going to fully embrace giddy up because that's not a big thing that we did used in california or you know out west yeah i don't um, think that's much where of a, I'm from. i don't think that's much of a cali saying but no no but it should but, be I really want to hear Chris say giddy up because he's got he's oh, got a man. real good accent that would that would really let's really hear it. Highlight you, you, that. Give it you will do yeah. it justice. Yeah, you will. Yeah, because you know, this is what we used to say growing up, you know, it's time giddy up, y'all. I mean, you gotta, oh, you gotta put the y'all on the end of it. Y'all yeah, totally y'all. messed it up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if I can get with the y'all, but but the giddy up I really I really like. Hey, I'm super excited about today. Uh, we laid some ground rules out. A lot of our listeners know these ground rules, but Chris, I just want to re recap them as we uh, as we dive in today. First off, super excited about uh, you know just this conversation about men and 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 really diving into the importance of of what you're focused on and, and something we're focused on. But but for ground rules, we talked about this beforehand. You know, there's going to be moments that one of our biggest core values, laughter, is going to come out in this. And, and I just want to encourage you and edify you in making fun of Stuart because it, it is it brings a sense of joy and comfort. And I truly believe God's will into every conversation when we just kind of inject some of that in there. I got you, man. Okay, I'll just lean into that. 
David, uh, there's a question that we ask in in our mastermind group, kind of an icebreaker when we first start our group. And the question is, um, if there's an Olympic sport that you could start that you were really good at um, that doesn't exist right now and you could win the gold medal, I think David's Olympic sport would be trying to make fun of Stu. (laughs) There's no try. There's no try. Just do, buddy. (laughs) Just do. (laughs) Chris, over to you, man. What? Give us a little bit of background about who you are. Um, where you're from, I, I, you're like from the Northeast somewhere, right? Like nor- New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, something like that. Is that is yeah, that downtown right? New York? That's downtown. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, give us a little bit of background about who you are and what you do. Yeah, man. So just south a little bit, North Carolina. So just north of Raleigh. Uh, I know it's hard to hide, but it's hard to believe. But yes, I am from North Carolina, and uh, so we kind of got this thing called <laughs> the Lion Within Us, and. It's it's started out as a podcast that that serves Christian men to help them be the leaders God intends them to be. That's the whole theme of the show, but it's turned into much more to where uh, we started a community uh, to to serve these Christian men, and man, that's turned into you know just a wonderful ways to serve them. But from live event that we're planning to every week we get together uh, virtually and bring guys together together through masterminds and. Uh, you know, just Bible studies, getting into the word. We have a little boot camp going for dads right now. We have challenges every month. Uh, we're getting ready to kick off our 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 spiritual intimacy challenge for our guys in, in February because we don't want this to be, you know, uh, Valentine's Day just to be like candies and you know flowers like everybody else does. Like let's 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 be a little bit different as Christian men. So, you know, it's just about leaning into the hard stuff, man. So I mean, I I, I lead from experience and the, the the roads that the trials that I've suffered. So, I mean, I've gone through divorce, I've gone through child loss, uh, you know, not being a good steward of God's provisions and just taking all those, lo- those lessons learned and turned them into ways to serve others. And it's all about glorifying God and serving others, man. So that's the whole point of, of everything that I do. Uh, if I can try to bring a little bit of, you know, something to someone else's life, Man, that's a good day. And I found that the line within us, we're doing that every day, man. And it's 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 organic. It's not forced. And that's the cool part about it, you know, because, you know, sometimes these men things, it feels like really pumped up with, with masculinity, which is cool. Like, but ours is just like, it's just, it's just real, man. I talk about real things and the real issues that I face and it connects with these guys and they're able to bring it up. And and just be, you know, I tell them, I say, look, leave fake you at home because fake you's doing just fine. Like bring real you. <laughs> Let's talk about that. You know, so that's what we do. Man, I love that. You know, it's interesting. I, I feel like kindred spirits here because it's, you know, a couple of things you, you really touched on was your passion, not only using your experiences, but your passion to bring that into the conversation. But, you know, we have uh, real ground rules outside of making fun of Stu. Real ground rules for our group is, is you come and you're, you're honest and you're vulnerable. And, and I love what you said there because the fake you is doing great, right? The, the fake you that, that is, uh, uh, you know, talking about football and sports and the weather and, the, and gas the prices, the Insta life, the, Insta life, the, the yep. Facebooks and the, the selfies, those individuals are doing great and, and potentially even thriving and potentially you have thousands of followers, but the real man, you know, coming to, to, to a group of men who are all ninjas, you know, in our group, and I'm sure your group is very similar they're all phenomenal human beings. They're all ninjas. They're all successful by the world's standards, but there's so much more to us. And, and a lot of times we don't share that. A lot of times right. we don't have a, 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 a the environment, the safety, the comfort to share that. But the intentionality of a group that like you created, it forces that. You don't have an option. If you want to be here, then be here. 
And, right. and this is what we're going to do. So I, I, I love that. I, and I'm just curious what, um, you know, if we go back a little bit, you know, you mentioned starting the podcast, but what, what prompted you to start any of this stuff? What was it an event? Was it a conviction? What, what caused you to, to take the step to start building this out? Yeah. I mean, also in 2019, my job shifted big time, my, my secular job, which I still have that the lion is still getting going. So I haven't gone a hundred percent to that, but God's calling me there pretty soon. I know, but so in 2019, that my job shifted and, um, uh, I was doing a lot of traveling for my, for my work and riding, you know, driving. And I started listening to a lot of podcasts. And I think after about the 20th time of listening to Gary V say, if you don't start a podcast, you're an idiot. I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and start a podcast. So I, I pitched it to my company uh, and they looked at me like I had three heads. They're like, do you want to do what? I'm like, yo, this is going to work. Trust me. So we're, they like, okay, they gave me a little small budget, like enough to buy a mic and a board, you know? And then, so I was like, all right, let's go. And then, so I start. I recorded the first episode in February, 2020. And then we all know what happened in March. I was like, oh crap, what am I going to do? So I, I brought everything to my house. I built a home studio, which I'm sitting in right now. And, and bro, we never missed a beat. Like we're at episode 230 something now for that show. Uh, I've interviewed CEOs from all over, people all over the world get downloaded. It's put kind of a, it gave our company a little bit of a of a of an influencing vo uh, voice in that industry, and that's very niche, right? But but it it, it taught it to me. So then the, about mid twenty twenty one, God started laying it on me, and He was like, "All right, bro, I've taught you. Now you're gonna use it for me." I was like, "What does this mean?" So I started praying about it and talking to my wife about it, and I'm like, "I really think." He wants me to start a podcast to serve Christian men. And she started laughing. And I was like, why? And I said, why you laugh? She's like, because God's got a sense of humor. Because we have, at the time, three daughters and my wife. I'm the only dude in my house, right? This, this is it. And like, God's like, yeah, you need to lead Christian men. Maybe because he knew I was surrounded by estrogen. I need a little bit <laughs> more testosterone, whatever yeah, that right. is, right? So we, uh, we just leaned into it. And she and I came up with the name. We were praying about that. And then I got... Uh, with a buddy who's helping with, helping me with a lot of the technical stuff. And, and man, next thing you know, like we had about two months worth of recordings recorded. And then January 1st, 2022, we hit launch. And I mean, the growth was exponential and it still blows me away. Like we had our biggest download week uh, last week. And I look at the numbers, I don't understand it because they're just a redneck from North Carolina who talks about God, but people are connecting and they're listening and they're sharing and they're joining our community. So, I mean, that was, that, that was been the, and since then it's just being obedient to the next step, to the next step. Like, I don't know what the final step is, bro. Like I'm talking to you today. If you'd asked me two months ago, I was talking to you like, who are these guys? But like, it's just, you just be obedient with the next step and be, be very thankful for what the, what God is providing. And I just feel like he's just blessing it because that obedience is there. And I'm just willing to, to, to do the things that he's called me to do. So that that's kind of a little bit of a story to get us where we're at. I love it, man. Um, so I'm curious, explain, explain the lion within us. Give us that background about what that means. Well, bro, for me, when I just look at like, when I go to church and Southern Baptist church, man, and like, all we talk about is the lamb of God. And I get it. Like Jesus total. Yeah, yeah, completely. He had to do what he had to do for us complete yet that he was the perfect spotless lamb. But we forget that he's the lion of Judah too. Right. I mean, this is a, a he, the manliest man to ever live is Jesus Christ. Right. And if you want to throw up like 
you know, who's masculine now? People are going to throw up stuff like, you know, Stallone, like Rocky Balboa or John Wayne or Clint Eastwood. And they start thinking Christian men. They start thinking like, you know, Ned Flanders or Mr. Rogers or Chris Tomlin. I'm like, look, bro. No, like the manliest man that ever lived was, was Jesus. Like you do not mess with this dude. Like he yelled at a dead guy and brought him back to life. That's all he did was he yelled at him. Like, I mean, he cleared a whole temple he went out, made a whip, came back, cleared a whole temple by himself while his boys stood to the side because it didn't say the disciples helped. No, Jesus did this by himself. So, like, that should amp us up. That should get us pretty jacked up right there. So I just, I just, man, I, I lean into to the to that lion, the lion of Judah. That lion was within all of us because once the Holy Spirit comes within, bro, yeah, we 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 got the Lamb of God stuff. But we got the lion too, and we need some doggone lions to stand up, start flipping some tables, and be a man and leading our communities. Dude, I, I man, I, I love that. I, I was at a uh, uh, a men's um, pancake breakfast at our church um, about a month ago. And They're fun, right? Yeah, man, it was good. Great, <laughs> great, great pancakes. Great, you know, great connecting with other men uh, in my community. Um, and, and the the men's pastor said something, and I wrote it down, and got me fired up, man. It got me fired up, kind of like what what you're talking about right now, like this line within us. He said, "This idea of." of let go and let God is producing weak men that are lacking passing that are, that are lacking passion and lacking courage. We have to stop being passive. We got to stop just letting go and let God and, and go all in. And we need to be the lion within and, and start like, just like you said, flipping tables, roaring, like, you know, let's get after it. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's so many, there's so many men that that we've um, had conversations with, and, and I mean, we were we were that men a while ago, and, and probably still are at some degree, um, of just living this passive life, of just living this life on, on the hamster wheel, just trying to get by every day and trying to, you know, provide for our families. And um, mm -hmm. what what's happening? the The question is, what is happening to men right now that that is causing all of this. I mean, I'm curious what your thoughts are on it. Well, I think in many ways from a Christian man standpoint, if you just look at just like, just narrow down that niche a little bit from just overall men, cause that's a big topic to just yeah. Christian men. Like the church is just feminized, bro. And it don't, yeah. and the reason it's feminized is because we freaking let it happen. Yeah. The reason the women stepped in to do it is because the men weren't there doing the work. And when the men weren't there, the women stepped up. So, I mean, we have no one to blame but ourselves. But the cool part is we can correct it. Like, we can step in and get to start leading and getting in these churches. Now, that's going to have to start changing. we got to stop singing these songs like Jesus is our, is our boyfriend, first and foremost. Let's, like, worshiping God for who he really is, not someone that's going to peck us on our nose and, like, you know, wipe our butts and stuff like that. No, this is someone worth worshiping. He is the God of the universe. So let's keep the reverence there. But then let's start actually leaning in and doing things. Because guys, man, we connect shoulder to shoulder. You guys look like pretty fit, active guys. Like, you want to do stuff. You want to get out there, have a little sweat, you know, have some some true fellowship. Like the pancake breakfasts, those things are great. Our church does that stuff, too. But usually we eat a biscuit. We hear about how some football player used to do drugs. He don't do drugs no more. And then we go to church. Like, we don't do actually do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, all right, why can't the men actually do something together and actually take it to the next level? So, man... I, that's where I see like the feminization is there. Look, I tell my wife and she'll, she'll tell you too. We did, we had a son 
uh, two, about two, two and a half months ago. He's, he's Kyle Key, so we're not sleeping good. So I'm losing track of time. So I think it's, yeah, somewhere in November we had him. Okay? You're excused, man. You're excused. It's all yeah, good. It's all good. <laughs> That's it. So like we had a son and I, and I told us like, you know, you know, you realize with our daughters, I can't teach them to be women. Like I can show them what to expect out of a man, but I can't teach them to be a woman. That's your job. You have to do that. She's like, fully got it. I was like, now that little baby you're holding you can't teach him to be a man. That's my job. And she's like, you are a hundred percent right. That she said, I have no, and, and that's just fundamental stuff. And when you say that kind of stuff now, like you get blasted. I mean, people just, they don't want to hear it, but it's truth. And it's just, and I had my Bible sitting right here in front of me. We just going to lean in on truth, man. And just lean in on that. And that's what we're going to go with. So, I mean, I think if we had more guys willing to do that in church and we made church more engaging in a way of, of actual meaningful service or ways that guys would want to do stuff, if it's even as simple stuff like just playing hoops or, or, or whatever, like just do something to get guys active, I think that's going to get a lot the wheels spinning and then get guys plugged in a lot more. And that's what we need. Yeah, you know, I, I love that. And I can really – I can relate um... – you know, in our house, there's, and I like to tell the story, but it's, but it goes deeper than taking the kids to the park. Right. So my wife and I have a, an understanding with one another that when, when I take the kids to the park, it looks vastly different than when the moms take the kids to the park. And I'm very right. active in doing that. I've always been very active in doing that more so now that used to be like the time, right. When we were active duty military, the time was limited. We were putting a lot of time in, in uh, you know, in the, in the command, but, but I would come home and I'd go across the street to the park. And it, what it looks like is kids climbing to the top of slides, not on the inside of the tube slide on the outside, they're jumping off, you know, I'm catching right. them, uh, throwing the kids as high as we can doing like a CrossFit workout with the kids, see how high we could throw them. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. They love it. They love it. Yep. My daughter and my sons. And, and yep. the best part about it is they, then the rest of the kids at the park would form a line, me yep. next, me next. And so I'd go around to the moms and be like, Hey, are you guys good? If I throw your kids and and yeah. no mom ever said no, <laughs> but, but you get engaged in a way. And my wife would come out, she'd be, she'd be like, ah, Oh, she'd make these noises. Right. And I'm like, look, those noises are not welcome at the park. So you can go home and it wasn't, I wasn't being chauvinistic. I wasn't being rude. I was like, look, honey, this is my time. Right. I love you. And I love that you care about this and their safety, but this is daddy time and we're going to do dangerous stuff because yep. it's fun. Yeah. And so I and I disinvited her and she, and guess what? She was cool. Right. She's like, okay, yep. I'm just going to go home because I don't like any of this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's great. And so I think there's something – I was listening to a podcast, and I'll just share this. Uh, I was listening to an interview with Jordan Peterson, and people, people – he's very polarizing, and you can have your opinion. But one thing he said is he said men should be dangerous. And the interviewer was like – took exception, who was also a man. He said, yeah. so you're, you're, you're saying that men should be dangerous. That doesn't make sense. And he said, look, look at martial artists. It's not that we need to – be a danger to others. It's that people should recognize that if called to, we are dangerous, like a lion, right? Yeah. And he said, look at a martial artist. They're very dangerous individuals. They don't preach going out and kicking people in the face. But if the time came that they had to kick somebody in the face, they could kick somebody in the face. That's right. 
And so it was, it was just embracing this idea of manhood. And, and I, and I think it's so critical. So I love that you said that. And, and I, yeah. I'm curious, how do you, you know, give us some practical steps to, to, to get after this, right? Is this, is this conversation based? Is this, you know, you talked about playing hoops, doing action stuff, but what, what are some of the things that we can demystify manhood and, and also take back some of the essence of it? And it doesn't have to be a pejorative to women. It can be a celebration of manhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think there's several ways that I talk about a couple of ways for the guys inside the community right now, particularly if they want to start figuring out how they can start plugging back into their church. Cause I'm trying to really help these guys. Like how can you actually bring some masculinity back into the church building itself and, and, and start taking over. So I give them a couple of areas that, that serve me well. And I don't bring, I don't bring up anything to these guys that I haven't personally done and seen the value of, First of them is like safety and security. Now you look, you're, you're ex-military. We're so thank you for your service. Like we need guys that are just the sheep dogs that are in our, in our church buildings every Sunday or whenever the doors open Wednesday night, whatever it may be, just, you know, kind of being that, that guy that's looking out, just, just being there. You never know, man. I mean, the world we live in, you see this stuff happen all the time. So that's a quick way, you know, that can, can women be on safety and security? Yes. But a, a, an effective man who is who who is perhaps he's he's got a concealed carry he's got some BJJ training that's the guy that I want standing out watching you know being that sheepdog while I'm in there worshiping doing my thing right so that's a quick way you know or like you got guys right now I think the biggest need that I see is that with our youth and our children so you, you know in our church he breaks it up like through sixth grade is the children's department and then sixth through 12th grade is like the youth, right? And a lot of churches somewhere, they, they vary on that line, but it's pretty similar. Problem is, man, like when there are hardly any true men that are in there leading those groups, week in, week out, working with them. Now you'll usually have a pastor. I get that, but that's just one dude, you know, that and they, they need help. Particularly when you start getting to 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, these young boys, a lot of times they don't have strong male influences at home because usually most of them, the mom's the only one coming to the church, right? So let's give them an opportunity to have a real man step in and show them, like you said, what it's like to, to your story about throwing the kids up and down on the uh, the playground, man. Like go on a youth trip and actually have some experiences with these guys. Take them camping. You know, I was talking with with a guy on our, on our show, and he did that. He he took them, he took the, some boys camping, uh, just him and the boys. They backpacked in, and they 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 stayed up all night. You know, they no rules, right? You just just being guy stuff, like just literally living off the land there for a couple of days. They came back and they told their uh, uh, their moms what had happened, and their moms flipped out. They're like, "What do you mean he did all this and he let you guys just do all this stuff?" And he just told them, "Say, look, you, you trusted me to to to." to to help these guys turn into men. And that's exactly what I did. So, I mean, I think stuff like that, man, and then down to some other fundamental stuff like budgets and finances. You look at all these churches, there's a lot of money gets transferred. It gets passed through these churches. We need some doggone men stepping up in these budget uh, meetings and asking some hard questions. And let's look and truly understand, are we glorifying God with what we're being provided? Right. So, I mean, that's a quick opportunity right there to take some lessons you've learned from business and entrepreneurship, whatever that may be, and serve God. So let's make sure we're being good stewards with the financial blessings that are coming to the church. That Again, three quick ways I think masculinity really needs to lean in here and guys can take a, and make a huge impact just, just in their local community. 
And one point I want to emphasize, because I hear it in your heart and I hear you saying it, and this is something that I think we run into. Nobody, what I think is interesting in this polarized environment is that when we say things where men can step up, a lot of people receive that as, well, that's misogynistic, that men, only men could do finances. No, that's not what anybody's saying. We're saying that men can step up and we should celebrate that. We should celebrate men becoming involved in a church. We should celebrate dads who, um, you know, Stu and I talk about all the time. Like, I want to spend money in my personal finances at my house to create a honeypot to attract kids. And whether Mm -hmm. that's a significant investment of a pool, of game room in the basement, of things to do. And the reason for that is because I want my influence on on my kids and my family and my kids' friends. Yeah. And, and, and we can all do that, right? We can all do that. My wife was telling me a story about a man who does dirt church because we're in Colorado. We do skiing, snowboarding. And the dad was saying, oh, yeah, I do dirt church. I go mountain biking. And the mom takes the kids to church. And I look at that and I'm like, man, that's not cool. It's not – I don't find that to be cool. Mm-hmm. It sounds cool, but it's not cool because now there's an element missing. Right. right? And I think if we just step up, it is not to the detriment of – a woman it's to the benefit of being a man right amen bro but but chris um men are too busy to to go do all that stuff we're we're yeah. we're, we're too busy yeah you got uh, dirt church you got dirt you got church, dirt church. We're, we're too busy uh working we're, we're too busy at our job we're too busy providing yeah so what we like what we like know, to tell ourselves that we, lot right we don't have I mean, we don't have time for all that other stuff chris that's right. We we love to tell ourselves that lie, particularly. I mean, if you want to tell what's important to a man, you just look at his checkbook and his calendar. That's it. You know, if you if you look at those two things, I can tell you very quickly where this man's priorities are. Yes. Because I guarantee you, you can sit down at any, at any dinner table tonight, and I dare you to sit down at dinner and actually have dinner with your kids, guys, without your freaking phone or TV on. Actually sit down with them and actually talk. Sit down with them and ask them, would they rather have this next uh, video game, or would they rather have you for a weekend to actually go out and hang it with them and just go to the park and throw them up in the air? 10 out of 10, they're going to want you to hang with them, man. It's not It's not about the money. You know, kids spell love, T-I-M-E. You know, and we got to remember that, man. They just they, they just want us. They want to be around us. But, like, we have to actually be there, be where our feet are. I tell guys that all the time. Like, it's one thing to be at the dinner table and got this dog on cell phone here, and I'm just sitting here texting and doing stuff on that the whole time versus actually just engaging in conversation. So, like, be there, man. Actually be there and step up because – this excuse of you're too busy and stuff like that, man, it's just, it's just lazy. You know, you're just, you're just being lazy. I mean, cause I guarantee you, whatever you're playing golf or hitting a dirt bike track on Sunday, whatever that is, man. Like if it was a priority to lead your family effective and to lead them well, you'd make it a priority. But unfortunately we're too, we're too concerned about where our kids are going to go to college versus where they're going to spend eternity. And that's where the freaking problem is, man. Like we should actually care more about their, their salvation than, than what's going on in, in their school and all that stuff. Like I get it. All that stuff's important. Don't miss what I'm saying, but we definitely, that the number one priority is their relationship with God. And that starts with your relationship with God. And you have to actually lean into that and and make it happen. And th- through those actions, you know, more is caught than taught, right? You can sit there and teach, preach, 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 but they're going to watch what dad does. So dad, if dad says, you know what, I ain't going to church on Sunday, guess what? Kids ain't going to do it either, man. So the stats just show the dads that engage, plug in, man, it, they just they bring their their families to salvation, and that's a masculine, very very manly thing, and that's something that we should be celebrated for sure. 
Yeah, dude, that's so good. We had uh, we had uh, Adam Griffin. He's the pastor of uh, Eastside Community Church in Dallas. He wrote a book called The Family Discipleship. And okay. uh, he was telling us it's a, it's a fairly new church that he planted in, in Dallas. And he was telling us that um, young men, the, it, the, the, the construct of like young adults in, in his, in his church is like 75% women, 25% men, mm-hmm. young, single women, 75% are going to the church. There's only 25% men going to this church. Um, and his wife is uh, a, a, an emergency room nurse um, in, um, uh, you know, help helping deliver babies. And she said that most, she said like this, he's like, this is, this is the norm for there not to be a man there uh, when a woman goes in uh, to have a baby. How sad is that, man? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. Um, and so, you know, to me, like, I hundred percent agree. Like, I love this, your statement of we're thinking about more about where our kids go to college than where our kids go for eternity. It's such an amazing, amazing thought that if you really think about that, we need to be changing our priorities and where, where we are, are teaching what we are teaching. And so I'm curious as a disciple, as a, as a, as a disciple of men, as a disciple of children, what can we, what are we practically doing? What, what can we practically do at home uh, to teach our children, to teach other men um, to be disciples and, and yeah. to look, you know, to, to, to forever first. Yeah, I think it's first of all, it's very simple. It starts with just getting in the word as a family. Yeah. And this is basic stuff. Cause like, you know, blo- we're talking basic blocking and tackling, right? Read the Bible, pray, read the Bible, pray. So many guys, I've had guys almost turn white and pass out when I asked them to pray with their wife. And I'm like, bro, we talking about like you one of them is so funny. I always bring the story up, but he's a missionary. And I brought up the idea of you should pray with your wife. And he he I thought he was gonna faint. He's like, I, I don't know how to pray with my wife. I'm like, you do this for a living. How do you not know how to pray yeah, with your wow. wife? Like, like come on, bro. Like, seriously, it's like a butcher not know how to cut meat. What in the world is that all about? So anyway. <laughs> But why, like, uh, real quick, why is it like what uh, that that fascinates me? W- what was the hang up? He had never even considered it, man. He mm. has always prayed for her, like to himself, but he had never taken her hand, looked her in the eye, and say, "Hey, how can I pray for you? Let's pray together." They've never actually gone through and done that. And the more and more guys I talk to, that's pretty common. Like these guys just don't pray with their wife; they'll pray for her. Like they definitely want to pray for her throughout the, you know, at certain times, but not like a regular occurrence. So, but I think, man, just starting, just getting into the word and there is something powerful. If you just open your house to the Holy spirit and you invite the Holy spirit in and you actually just, there's something to be said about just just speaking the word out loud and let your kids be part of that. And don't feel like you have to be this theologian. Like, bro, I've never been to seminary. I I just, I, I study and I, and I, I listen, I ask questions because too many guys feel like they can't, open this book because it's too intimidating to open because what if they ask a question and I don't know? Well, guess what, Buttercup? That's life. It's going to happen. And when I ask that question, it's a great opportunity to learn with them. You know, they my kids ask me questions all the time. I don't know the answers, but we go and we dig and we find out. It's called G to G. Go to Google. Figure the stuff out, right? Just get in there and, and understand. Just but be willing and be obedient in that. And then prayer, I mean, for us, when we drive to school in the mornings to carpool, I get I get regulated to carpool duty because I'm not sure how I drew the short end of that stick. But that, anyway, that's my life. And 
So I'm driving them carpool in the mornings. Amen. Amen, bro. So it's just like, I got to do something in the mornings not to go crazy at carpool. So we just pray. Like my oldest starts, my second one goes, and then I pray because the littles are, they're just babbling. And so we're just praying and we're just, we just pray on And that gets us to school and I'm in a much better mindset, but they know it's very common for them, for us to pray as a family. It's not this weird thing. You know, we, we go on a trip, we're going to pray. Things are happening right now. Hey, we should just stop and pray. That's a very, that's something they're very used to, right? It's, it's not outside of the norm. And they know their dad is in the word. They see me because they actually see me because I challenge guys all the time. And I, don't, I love to get y'all's take on this. So there's a lot of guys who take these cell phones and and, and I, I talk about them like they're terrible, but they're not. They're, there's a lot of good. I mean, people are listening to this podcast on cell phones and they read their Bible on it. I don't personally do that because for me, if my daughter, my, my 12 year old, she comes into the kitchen and I, she sees me on my phone. And she just, I could be in, in deep into Isaiah. I got Isaiah open right now. She, I could be deep in Isaiah reading it. And she couldn't tell if I'm reading Isaiah or if I'm checking out my Instagram account just by being, she's just seeing dad on the phone. However, she walks in, dad's got his Bible out. There's no question what I'm doing, right? And the visualizations, they need to see that. They need to see the Bible open, you in it, and then actually talk about it with them. I think that's just two simple ways, man get in the word and pray together to really get started. That's not so super intimidating. You know, it's really not. It's, you could literally just a lot of our Bible study. We just read it and we'll just read it. I remember one night, man, I was so frustrated family game night. You know how that goes. It either goes great or it goes terrible. Well, this night it went terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. I don't remember what it was. It was Uno or Sky Joe or something, but all I remember was daddy got pissed off and I was mad. And <laughs> One I was of the like, kids always tries to cheat, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's just, things were just, you know, it didn't go well. So I was like, put it all up, go get your Bibles. And I said that in a very loud voice and they went and got their Bibles. They came back to the table. I said, my, I told my, my oldest, I said, start reading in John. So she read John chapter one. I said, well, she got to chapter two. I told my, my 10 year old, now you read chapter two. She read chapter two. I looked at my wife. I said, you read chapter three. And we got about the fourth chapter. They asked, when are you going to stop? I'm like, when I feel better, we'll stop reading. And <laughs> so we got through like six chapters of John, bro. But it was like, it was just a good, because we, we got through it, but we saturated that moment in the word, man. And it's just little moments. And some people hear that. And they're like, this dude's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, probably a little bit, but you know what? I'd rather be crazy for Jesus and teach them these things in those moments. Than, than try to push, you know, my way on them because my way is wrong. I could tell, I could feel my emotions building up that, that I want my octave wanted to go down to my voice. I wanted to get elevated. It's like, you know what? I just need to let the spirit do the work. And he did. And he, and he completely diffused that bomb and we were cool to go. But I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, no way that would happen with me, man. I mean, no way. So it's just, I, I try to do that kind of stuff to learn and grow. And, I, and that's all because of our community. We're doing that stuff together, man. Well, and, I, and I think there's a lot of power too in in just doing right. Like we we think yep. things are intimidating. We think things are you know that wall is really high, but but the intentionality of looking at what we're doing is is so powerful because it it, it just takes some of that pressure off it. And if you're intentional about looking at what you're currently doing, there are things that you are doing right now that have become normalized in your family mm -hmm. and in your life. And, and and so normalizing something else is really not a big stretch if you're intentional enough. And and it's funny you mentioned the cell phone. Uh, Stu and I just yesterday, th there are a number of apps that are 
that are very, uh, that are good, right? We have this mm-hmm. habit share app that we're sh- you know holding each other accountable. We have uh, the Bible app. You know, we go through, we've been going through, um, we've done three or four years now in a row of going through the Bible in a year yeah, on that app, Bible in a year, yeah. holding each other accountable. There's, the, there's these apps. And I told Stu yesterday, I was like, look, man, I, I'm, I'm uh, thinking of getting rid of these apps because while they are good, and I'm just trying to be very intentional and in, in recognizing what happens while they are good. When I open them, I'm in my phone yeah. and that inevitably opens the temptation to, okay, well, let me check LinkedIn. Let me check my okay. email. Let me, no, I'm here to read the Bible. So it's, and, and Stu was like, man, I'm thinking about getting, you know, not reading the Bible on this app anymore to your point exactly. So that when it's very clear what we're doing, because it's not clear what yeah. we're doing. And Chris, like, but I love that. Yeah. Like, Literally, we two days ago we had this conversation. I'm finishing up reading Proverbs on the U version Bible app, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna read my Bible on here anymore because of that exact same thing. Like, I want my kids to see me at the kitchen table if they come down early, if they wake up early and they come down and I'm in my morning routine, I want them to see me reading the Bible, the actual physical Bible. I don't want them to see me looking at my phone, even though I'm looking at my phone reading the Bible. Like, because you're exactly right. Yeah. To them, that could be anything, right? And yep. it's just that mirroring that I want my kids to see. Like, I want them to see that I just came up from a, a workout and I'm all sweaty and nasty because you know I'm working out hard, right? I want them to right. see me reading the Bible. I want them to see me doing the things that are important to me in my life that I think that I think are valuable. And so, yeah, man. Today was my last day of reading Proverbs, you know, Proverbs 31, like I'm putting it away, I'm taking it off and I'm reading the like physical Bible from now on. Bro, I got a funny story with since you guys are talking about this one. So I I was talking about discipleship group and we get together on Saturday mornings and one of the guys is animate about that you version of the Bible. Like he makes his notes in it, right? He has this, we we were battling back and forth. It was a good battle, but you know, I was winning and it was one of those things where it was like, look, bro. Like my Bible, like this thing, there's, it's notes all over it. There's, you know, there's highlighted, there's underlines, there's things that the spirit reveals. And I'm just going to write that stuff in the margins. And like, it's, it's used, right? And it, it's something that's tangible that I'm going to be able to hand my son or my daughters one day, like, you know, when I pass and go on to, to be with him, like they'll have this. So I asked him like, what you going to do, bro? He's like, well, I guess I could leave him a login. I'm like, you realize how stupid that sounds? You're going to leave him your login? <laughs> That's awesome, like, man. Like, that is like, awesome. That is, like, come on, man. Like, we don't want to leave a login. Like, leave something to yeah. So anyway, that was just funny. In, in 20 years, that. they're going to have some, like, virtual reality thing where you're, like, <laughs> you know, a login to a version Bible app isn't going to even exist anymore. Yeah. He said that. But, I was just but like, I think, mate, bro. <laughs> but I think even in 20 years, our, our, our you know, whether it's our kids or whomever, to have something in our hand, physical to hold, that's never going to go away, right? We think right. we we think it is. You know, a lot of the kids these days with the virtual world and the virtual friends and the you know all my likes and my loves and my hugs and emojis and all that. But but in reality, you know, I did uh, this morning. Uh, I hadn't done this, but in our group, somebody brought up the it takes twenty seconds in a hug to release uh, certain endorphins or whatever, whatever it was. So right. we'd have this, this funny kind of challenge going through the group. And this morning before I got in my car, I'm like, Hey, honey, Erica, um, let's do this 22nd hug real quick. Let's just see. And man, and we were just 
this just this morning and I'm holding her. She gave me a hug and I was surprised. She like totally was like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's do it. And, and so we're hugging and man, it was awesome. It was awesome. And there's no amount of emojis that will ever, no amount of text yeah. messages, no amount of anything that will ever replace the ability to hold somebody, to give them something physical, you know, a Bible, a note or something that they're going right. to cherish forever. And, and I think we need to be, again, be intentional with these things. Think through, I'm even uh, not wrestling with it or struggling in any way, but with the podcast, trying to think, you know, 40 years down the road and what the content of, can my children listen to these episodes and feel my love for them right. communicated through just another medium? Because yeah. that's more important to me than no offense, Chris, but that's more important to me than, you know, the nuggets that, that, that I, that we gain from a particular interview. Right. Oh, absolutely. And them to be able to embrace that and learn from it. And so I think the intentionality man is, and, and I want to talk a little bit about the intentionality of the line within, like some of the things that you guys are doing specific to your community, the things that you're, you're focused on. And let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, I love that 20 second thing. If you don't mind, I'm going to use that for one of our tips because every Friday I do a health, well, self tip. Like, so that'd be a great yeah. marriage tip. My question to you is, is there a timer? Like, how do you know you get the 20 seconds, man? I just, I just, I just count my head, man. Okay. You got to okay. do like the one one thousands. I think yeah. there's lots of ways to do it, but you can't be one, two, three, four. No, you gotta be like 1001, 1002. Okay. So and, I actually uh, was, Chris, I was actually, I did this as well with my wife and like, we were kind of in a rush to get out there. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I got to give you a hug. I was like, I got to give you a 20 second hug. It, it it helps build oxytocin. And she like laughed. She's like, all right, whatever. And so I come in and like, I start hugging her and like, I start counting like out loud. I'm like one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. And then she starts laughing. She starts like laughing with tears coming out. There's like, this is so long. I'm like, yeah, isn't it awesome? She's like, this is the longest hug ever. But Hey man, hey. Mark, I got I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, he said he read it somewhere. I don't know where he read it, but Mark Cox, he's in our group. Mark Cox is the one that that shared with our group, and yeah. and now we've got this uh, this. Uh, he's know, a this marine. I get it. coming. It's coming from a marine, which is really coming weird. from a marine. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. cool, man. Chris, I'm try gonna, it, man. Gonna, it's good. I'm gonna use that one for real, man. No doubt. So yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so far as like intentionality within the lion, man. So, I mean, a couple of things we do um, to really help our community grow. Like every day, every morning, Monday through Friday, I go live and I just read scripture. And it literally is, we're just working through scripture. And then I share a little bit of what God's revealed to me. And I found that that the feedback has been on that has been, it puts a real uh, purposeful intention in front of the guys to just be in the word. Because many of them just follow along with me. You know, they'll just follow along, but it's just, it gets us, it's a habit. We're just building new habits, man. They know. Where that, do you do that? Just to, not to interrupt you, but yep. where, so if, so people that are interested, where do you do that? It's all within our community. So we built a community that's outside of Facebook. So like it's on our own platform. So just the lion within.us, you know, we do a 30 day free trial. Cause I, I, I don't want anybody to, to commit to anything without seeing what it's like. Cause it may not be for everyone. Right. And uh, so it's right there. It has a lot of that social media look and feel, but without any of the junk. Like I literally, you talked about, you got rid of all the apps. One of our guys last night in one of our groups said he got rid of every app on his phone, except the app for the, our community, because this is the one that feeds him is it's, it's helping him grow, you know? So, you know, that's, that's a daily, I call it a daily spiritual kickoff. I do that every day, uh, Monday through Friday, good little willing. And, and we're able to do that. And then we have, 
once a week we have a, a lion lunch and we just get together to the guys and it's to be surprised what it's like just for guys to break bread, even though it's virtually, but the stuff we talk about, man, it's, it's, I come with no agenda. I literally put on the, in the, in the meeting notes, no agenda, no sales, no fluff, no crap. Like that's the rules. Like just bring, be real, just come with something to talk about and guys show up every, every, every week for that. And then we have our Bible study on Thursday nights. They do a Bible study Saturday mornings. We have a uh, once a month, I bring in a guest from the show. This has been a pretty cool thing. We just call her Ask Me Anything, where the guest is basically just a firing round. Like you just, he, he's there live and the guys come in, they're just asking their questions, man. And, and they, they're just pouring into them. So it's been really cool to see. We have challenges every month. So this January, we just finished, we're finishing up our health challenge. And it's not like, you know, you need to lose 10 pounds or five pounds. It's basic stuff that I just found it helped me like, Drink a gallon of water a day, consume a hundred grams of protein a day, sleep, sleep seven to eight hours a night, do three workouts a week. And it could be a cardio, a hit, a strength training, something just to get moving and then get eight to 10,000 steps in a day. Like basic fundamental stuff that's just going to help us all be better physically to do the work he's called us to do. But there's an accountability to that. So that we, we put these pods against each other within our community. So we break, when you come in, you get in, you get into like a little small group within the big group. So that's been cool, man. Like our February challenge has got everybody jacked up because it's about a spiritual intimacy challenge. And it's about being more connected with our wives, you know, leading up to our Valentine's day. It's just a 14 day challenge, but man, Guys are just leaning into the accountability. They're leaning into the 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 vulnerability too, the ability to actually bring their the true selves there because that whole that form, you know, these guys are bring they're bringing up real stuff, bro. I mean, they're bringing up divorce, pornography, uh, issues that they're dealing with within their marriage, intimacy. I mean, these guys are just, they're just not afraid to talk about it because they know they're going to get absolute truth when it gets brought up, and. They don't have that. And so many of them, I ask, because I've had to ask guys, like, why are you so vulnerable, like, on the first meeting? Like, it's just crazy. Some guys come to the first meeting, they'll just drop it. And they're like, well, I feel like here, you know, there's just, I don't, I feel like there's no judgment. Whereas if I go to my church and I start, I try to bring this up, first of all, it's hard for me to even bring this up because we don't have environments for that. Because maybe their church just has like a Sunday school. They don't even have small group, right? And He's like, so if I, but if I do bring it up in my local church, there's chances I'm going to run into some people, you know, at Target or Walmart or out when I'm out to eat. And they're like, this is a little bit safer place. I'm like, yo, I totally get it, bro. So it's, it's just been trying to create an environment like that. And now it's become more of a natural native thing for guys to, to get in there, to share, uh, to be real and transparent. And it, to me, it's just been incredible just to watch the, the things that I've learned from them. Uh, every day, it just blows me away to stuff that I learned from these guys. And, and it's just been a really great way for us to connect and have a meaningful, a true meaningful uh, men's discipleship as we grow together. Isn't it cool how as the, as the leaders of this organization, you know, of your organization, of, of our organization, of this community, like I, I feel like I've gotten just as much or more from the men in the community, uh, then, you know, me, me giving to them. Uh, I mean, I, I have changed significantly, uh, within my own personal journey of yeah. growth, uh, just, just by like being a part of a community where like men are just holding each other up and just, you know, lifting each other up, you know, picking each other up when you're down. And, uh, it, it's just, it's really amazing to see for sure. It is. 
no doubt. I, I see that 100%. The, the growth I've had the last year spiritually has been it's been awesome. And I give 100% credit to the spirit. But then also just being obedient to what the spirit tell me to do. You know, and, and we got guys from Canada out to Florida, Texas, all over the country, Utah. I mean, so sometimes I sit in these meetings like, is this real life? I'm like, how is this like really happening that you guys are are here? I mean, and they're showing up week in, week out, hour at a time, hour and a half at a time, really putting the time into it. Like one of them was like, you know, he's carved it out in his calendar because he that committed to being there. He's like, my 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 normal group meets on Monday night. He's like, but this is so important. I'm getting so much growth. I'm going to every other Monday just because I want to be here with you guys. And when I hear that kind of stuff, man, it's like, all right, we're bringing some value. You know, we're we're not just it's not just fluff, man. It's actual real value because guys can smell that fluff a mile away. So yeah. like like let's just let's just be real. And if it doesn't, if it's not a good fit, hey, peace, no no harm, no foul. Maybe these guys are a different place in life, and that's okay, man, because it's it's not for everybody. But we definitely try to serve and, and keep you know the guys uh, challenged and moving forward. And and like I said, if I'm with you, man. I totally get that feeling. Like this is this is helping me more than anybody. So it's just it's incredible. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. We're coming uh, up on our time here. David, did you have something? One Sorry. last one last yeah. question for you, Chris. Hey, uh, I'm one of the things we're trying to figure out. And again, this is not uh, to sell. This is a genuine, heartfelt thing that we're trying to contend with because we see not only are we seeing the change in our lives and the intentionality and just the beauty of 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 all the things that are changing for us. But I'm having conversations every day with men in the group and mm-hmm. they're sharing with me, I mean, significant, significant changes that have nothing to do with me. The only credit that I think Stu and I would ever even be slightly comfortable with is that we created, we created the environment is all we right. did. We created the opportunity, but the, the, everything that's happening in it, oftentimes it's one man speaking a word into another man's life. It has nothing to do with us. We're just witnessing it. And the yep. change is immediate and it's and it's powerful. And I had a, two conversations just yesterday with men that are like blew me away, had me in tears. And I'm curious, how do you go about convincing men that they need this? Right. I don't I feel like the the secular world and it doesn't even have to be a, a necessarily a faith based thing. But but I feel like the business world, say the money world. They do a very good job of convincing men to be like, hey, you need this money. And, and in reality, right. that, that that couldn't be further from the truth. But how are you going about convincing men like, hey, just come taste this. Try it on because I promise you this is what you need. Yeah. I, I really just leaning into our number one way of reach is our show, right? The podcast. So, I mean, that that's the biggest way that I'm just trying to share with guys because I just really try to bring real genuine conversation there to that show and i think the, the biggest thing that that all the guys that have they when they come in they connect they're like yo you're as genuine here as you are on the show like there's no front i'm like because there is no front guys like this is it I, and I totally get what you're saying like all i can do these conversations they happen in our community too we just built the environment for that to happen and then we try to just get out the way. And and I'm a hundred percent a spirit guy. Like I give the Holy Spirit all the credit. Like I'm literally just doing what he's telling me to do. And from there, you know, we just, we just sit back and if he tells me to go this way, I'm gonna go this way. If he tells me to go 
this way I'm going to go that way. So, I mean, I'm just going to follow them and be obedient there. But, I mean, so far as getting guys to take that jump, I'm with you. I'm still trying to figure the, the best way to do that. I think connecting on topics that actually guys resonate with has been really impactful for us. Uh, you know, the, the simple topic on how to pray with your wife. So many guys don't know how to do that. So we're putting a lot of resources behind that, like just basic fundamentals on how to ha have that conversation with her and what does that look like. But just trying to find guys where they're at, man. I mean, you know, we have areas of strength training. We have areas of guys that uh, anxiety. We we talk about these different topics, and I think they draw them in. You know, and they, and, and then once they're there, you know, they just got to actually I challenge them. Once you get into community, like you got to come to an event. You can't just be a, a pew sitter. Like we do not allow pew sitters. Like you have to be, you have to come to something or engage somewhere because that's the only way you're gonna grow. You know, you can't just grow just sitting behind your screen and you never cut the camera on, man. Like you have to actually get into it and have a little bit of of of, of transparency here, and that's where we try to do it with guys, man. So I mean, that's I think some of them for us the the lion thing kind of intrigues them a little bit, okay? Because that's pretty masculine. Like there's nothing, there's nothing too like. uh you know, feminine about that. Our line is pretty dope looking. He's pretty cool. So people, the guys like that, you know, so they feel pretty cool and they, they like being, we call it the lion's den. So it's got that whole feel to it. But at the end of the day, it's just brothers helping brothers, man, being there to serve each other and trying to just lean in and, and just be obedient to the spirit. So, man, I, I pray blessings for y'all too, because I totally get what you're doing, man. And and it's, it's sometimes Satan is going to do all he can to, for we we're not going to be successful, but we got to remember we own a winning team, man. We're so we just got to be obedient to what he tells us and and just trust that. So good, dude, Chris. I really enjoyed this episode, man. I've I've got I've got notes here. I'm I'm writing notes. I'm taking taking uh, taking your gold bombs and and writing them down. And we're gonna implement some stuff. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for taking the time to be with us. I know our listeners are gonna get a ton of value out of this. Uh, where, where do we send people to uh, learn more about you? We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, man. I mean, the easiest way is just the lionwithin.us. So, you know, T-H-E, lionwithin.us. And then our podcast is out there wherever you guys, you know, want to listen to podcasts at. We are on YouTube as well. We drop on YouTube, but the bulk of our listeners are just, you know, podcast listeners. So yeah. uh, that's the easiest way. And then you can, on the main page, 30-day free trial. Like literally just hop in there for free. See what you what you, what you think about it. Let's have a conversation and see if it would serve you. And if not, no harm, no foul. But uh, I guarantee you will you will get something. You will grow in that thirty days, even if you don't decide to stay with us or not. So at this point, just just come in and you literally have nothing to lose. So that's what we try to tell guys: like just get in there and try it out. I like it, man. And you've written a, a Bible study too, correct? Yeah, Bible study. That's in the that's in the uh, community, so that's all free. So I, I actually made that into a course as well, a video course. I wrote a, a, a ebook around personal finances. So that's in there as well. Turn that into a course. So maybe if you just want to get some basics, understandings of, of stewardship, what that looks like, Hey, that's what that course is there as well. Cause we kind of focus on three areas, health, wealth, and self. So I try to have resources there for guys in those different areas, but uh, yeah, those, those eBooks, that's all free within the community. So, you know, Hey, Jump in there for 30 days, get all my free stuff and bounce if you want to. That's fine too. As long as, that, as long as you use it full of spirit, like that's fine, man. It's all good. Uh, no harm, no foul there, but hopefully, you know, we, we can serve the guys that want to be there. And that, I find that, you know, if you, people ask me too, they maybe ask you guys, why put a paywall up? Because if you have a paywall up, guys are in, they, they're skinning the game. They yep. want to be there. 
you know, if they want to be there, they're going to grow. So I'm a hundred percent behind that. And, and I don't have any problem with it. People got irritated when we shifted from a freemium model to, to the paywall model, but Hey, the guys that are there, man, they are doggone growing and it is awesome. Yeah. So uh, just there, there's something to be said for that. I couldn't agree more, man. I, I think, uh, you know, I it used to be, if it's free, it's for me. I've gone completely away from that because, no. you know, when with you got skin in the game and, and I want to be surrounded by people with skin in the game as much skin in the game as I have. So, you know, That's I, right. I, no, I love that. Hey, uh, before we go, Chris, thank you so much for your time. I, I love your mission. I love your, your spirit. I love that you're following your calling and, and, Man, I'll tell you, there, there are so many dudes that you're not going to know until you get to heaven that you're impacting and, and so many women that you're impacting, right? Just through, yeah. you know, the better men that we are, the better we can be for our wives, for our daughters, for our kids. The better our kids are, the better they can be for their husbands, wives. You know, I mean, it, it just is this it's this cascading effect. And, and and you are on the front lines of that making huge impacts. So I just uh, so grateful for you. And uh, God bless you, my brother. Thank you uh, just for what you do, man. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Absolutely. Guys and gals, go reach out to Chris. We'll uh, put to his website in the show notes. Hey, take up his offer. Go join his community for 30 days. Check it all out. Uh, and I guarantee you, you're going to be uh, a better better person, better man for, for um, joining his community. Um, hey, share this episode. Go listen to uh, The Line Within Us, his podcast. Uh, share this. Screenshot it. Tag us. Tag Chris. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. It's the best thing that you can do for us. Uh, and most important, let's all go fill the storehouse together. Yeah, make it a great day, friends. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. See you. See you. Big takeaways from that last episode. One of them, giddy up. Giddy can't up. get with the giddy up, y'all. Can't do that. I can't get with the y'all, but the giddy up. And and ultimately, that giddy up, hey, get after it, man. Take action. We the, This episode gave not only some some deep ideas some deep thoughts on what it means to be a man manhood and all these different things but but also the action steps the intentionality to actually do something about it to make a difference to be better and hey that's what it's all about that's what we're all about is is action the giddy upness of doing something about it and not just talking about these things that's right man um let's stop let's stop like feeling lost let's let's like let's get after it and let's um, find purpose again in our lives, the, the purpose that God created for us. Let's stop, you know, messing around. Let's stop letting go and letting God, and, and let's get after it. Let's giddy up. Um, you know, we are on the same mission as Chris is with this uh, Storehouse Mastermind we've started. You can go there, check it all out, check out some videos, check out what our purpose is. Go to storehouse310.com backslash mastermind. We'd love for you to be a part of our community because uh, we're getting after it. When you join, we're going to say giddy up. So go do it. Giddy up. Giddy up. See ya. Y'all. Thank you, friends, for listening to Filling the Storehouse. If you are growth-minded, community-focused, and willing to take uncommon action to redefine success and live an abundant life, visit our website at www.storehouse310.com to see all the ways we can connect. Yeah, on our website, you can find information on everything we're doing, like joining our meetup page to get the details on our webinars and our local Thursday gatherings here in Colorado. From our site, you can also find information on and sign up for our next retreat. Finally, we always appreciate your love and support. Please share this episode and go rate us on your podcast player of choice. Thank you again. Now go fill the storehouse.